welcome to the Players First Podcast, where we showcase the stories and journeys of professional basketball players and their continual growth in knowing who they really are. Today's guest is Parker Jackson Cartwright of the Cheshire Phoenix. We talked to him today about his high school journey and his college experience. We even discussed what he's learned about himself after gaining stardom from the Netflix documentary At All Costs. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and you look to get better every day. Welcome to the podcast, Parker. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know you're busy already. You know, season's already started and uh, you're out you're out in London right now with the uh, Crenshaw right. Phoenix and uh you know so here again man you're in season and you're making the time to be on and I really do appreciate that so uh let's let's go and get started man how were you introduced to the game of basketball coming out of Los Angeles uh yeah I was introduced by my older brother and father uh you know my brother's 3 years older than me so you know at the age of 6 Really, you know, just got introduced by seeing my older brother play um, and seeing him compete and seeing how in love with the game he was and and how adamant my dad and, and him him was in just enforcing the love for the game, the passion, and how hard you needed to work. And you know, really, from since that young age, I just kind of fell in love with it, you know, by ways of them. And you know, ever since then, it's kind of been history. You talk about your brother Miles, who also uh, has a professional career as well. Am I correct with that? Yeah, awesome. six year overseas. Yeah, good deal, man. So that's a strong foundation there. When you talk about the game and having your older brother involved, your dad involved. So what? What was? Who were some of the other greater greater influences? Like you think you know that would you say kind of help shape your your playing and and uh, how you saw the game. Just some of the coaches I had growing up, um, just off the top of my head, you know, the first AU coach I had was a guy by the name of John Fisher. Um, and, you know, he just kind of, he just embordered and, and kind of put, instilled the the thoughts of the game onto me, you know, how to play the game, to play the right way. Yeah. You know, it being a team game rather than individual was, you know, kind of instilled on me at a young age and you know it's helped my game in in many ways and you know a reason to why I'm so successful is because of you know those kind of thoughts that this coach kind of put on me as far as playing the team game so shout out to John Fisher David Woolley and and just the many of coaches I've had throughout my my career in college and in high school that's great so you, you talk about high school what was that experience like I mean you know, kind of not to mention the documentary, but to mention the documentary that are on Netflix at all at any cost. What what uh, you know? We got to see a little bit of your high school career, but what was that really like from you from from your lens? Like, how did you view your your playing career in high school? Those are some of my best years. Uh, I thought, you know, as far as playing wise, um, just competing at the highest level. You know, coming into high school, you know, people, you know, were doubting me and because of my size. And, you know, I just kind of came in with a chip on my shoulder and just proved to myself and everybody that, 
I belonged on the highest stage, and and I just kind of just did my did what I did and did what I did really well. Um, but just stayed humble and just and kept working. You know, I had my struggles like everyone does as ebbs and flows and every career. You know, I had a, a numerous amount of injuries, but just kind of stay down and just stay true to the work. Yeah, no, man. Like I said, you know, the documentary is called At All Cost, listeners. And, and if you haven't seen it already, you've probably been under a rock, but uh, you should you should really check it out on Netflix. It's a great documentary. Kind of shows the ups and downs, uh, really, of your career in, in high school, like you're talking about, gives the backstory and all that. So, you know, I think what you talk about is perseverance when you talk about your career and how you came right. from kind of being an undersized, uh, you know, player, even in high school to some people, you know. You, your dad had a real a real awesome line when he says that you don't pass the eye test. And I've coached a lot of players that don't pass the eye test. But, you know, right. if I, if you could see the heart, uh, man, that's, what, that's the test that really matters. And I think you passed that, man. I mean, it's been evident through your success. And, you know, you can't argue with results. And you've gotten results. So that documentary in particular, particular, uh, Parker, how did that kind of, did it change your life or how did it, did it change your view of who you were? I mean, how how did all that kind of uh, experience go for you? I think at the time, you know, I was really young, so I, I didn't understand really how much of an impact it would have on my life just outside of basketball and yeah. how much of support it got from the, the viewers and fans. Um, you know, it just, it gave an in-depth look in, into my life, you know, on and off the court and, you know, kind of shed light on my struggles. I think it's easy to highlight your success, especially in today's age, but, yeah. you know, valuing and being able to be vulnerable in, in situations like that as much as I was, um, I think people kind of, they could they could relate to that you know what i mean and you know that was all raw you know i you know we didn't do anything double you know twice or double takes you know all that footage was real and you know in depth of who i was and who i am today so you know that documentary you know really shaped um it really showed and it has shaped my life in a huge way yeah so you talk about vulnerability man i mean that's something that's huge uh, you know, for myself as a coach, as a, in a as a professional in, in education and all that stuff, you know, sometimes as leaders, we choose not to be vulnerable. And, uh, and then with you, you didn't have a choice. Everybody saw it, you know, kind of out there. And I think, like you said, being relatable is something I took away from it, too. I was like, man, I, I feel this kid's pain. I feel what's going on. And, uh, you know, yeah, man, it was a powerful, powerful documentary. And so uh, that was good stuff. So after the fact, how important is it you feel, even at that time and now, how important is it do you feel to keep your circle small when it comes to outside influences? It's important, you know, and I'm glad you touched on that because, you know, my circle is, is, is extremely small. You know, my family... Um, you know, they've been so super supportive throughout my career in life. You know, family is so important to me. And, you know, God knows where, where I would be without them. But, you know, just keeping the family close, man, just listening to their advice and, 
kind of just banking off on people you trust. Yeah. You know, whether that's one, one person or five people, you know, just finding people you trust that are going to be real with you, that love you and, or never going to steer you wrong. I think I've been blessed to have people like that around my whole life. Yeah. You know, you're, you're the, the, the kind of gist of what you're talking about is kind of like I tell my kids or I tell other kids, you know, when everything goes wrong, who's going to be there for you? When you have to go to the hospital, who's going to be there for you? When, you know, it's, it's, your, it's your family. It's the smallest circle, like you said. And, uh, yeah, you got you to gotta lean on them. And that's great to hear, man. And that's great advice for players. Yeah. Players, you're listening. Please, please listen to this because this is someone who's been there, done that, bought the shirt, sold the shirt, bought it again. I mean, you, you've done it all, man. And I think that's, uh, you know, th- that's why I want to do this podcast, man, is because I want to help players too, current players, future players. I mean, I just want high school players, anybody listening to kind of hear that, that idea of a small circle because of all the influences out there. So I appreciate that perspective. Uh, what were some of your struggles once you got to college at Arizona and then how did you overcome those struggles? Yeah. Um, just kind just kind of adapting to not only, you know, the, the many things on the, on the court, but as well as off the court, you know, like time management, um, you know, going to school, waking up being on your own it's just yeah. like you know in high school everything was kind of just there for you you know you didn't have you didn't have much worry you know you know but now you come to college and it's like you have to figure out when you're going to eat and when you're going to sleep or, yeah. you know or <laughs> after my homework i go to study hall but then we have practice so i just think it, you know it hit me it was very difficult at first but i just think as i matured and just banking off on, you know, the older guys on the team and just asking questions, you know, not being afraid to fail is huge. You know, I think people are, are so afraid to fail and, you know, ask for help or ask, for, you know, ask questions. But, you know, that's very important, very important. So, like, what you're talking about is, like, you just got to go for it and have confidence in who you are and who you were raised to be at that point, you know, because you're on your own, like you said the adjustments, all those right. things. And, and to understand that failure is not a destination. You, you're just visiting yeah. it for a little bit and then you move on because, uh, you know, just here again, in light of everything that, you know, I know about you and what's been out there and then even in the media when you were at UA, I mean, there's a lot to say about an individual who can overcome things and still come out on right. top. Uh, it, it's a story that we all love to hear, but it's not the story we all love to live. And so exactly. seeing that you've lived exactly. it, man, it's really important to hear your perspective on that. So you, yeah. you, you talked about time management with classes and study hall and all that. So how important was your education during this whole process? Well, super. I mean, you know, my parents, um, I think I just had good examples. Yeah, um, it's, it's good values, you know, to follow. Um, and I'm very, I'm very observant. So you know, when I see, you know, good things or see things that I like to put in my life, you know, I, I love to follow. So you know, my brother was straight A guy, you yeah. know, high school, and he went to University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, 
Um, and, you know, my dad was very smart. So, you know, they just kind of instilled just giving my best. You know, I wasn't the greatest student, but, you know, I, I tried my hardest. And what was best for me was, was my best. And I, you know, just try to give my all. And, you know, sitting here today, you know, knowing I have my degree um, is very important, you know, because no one can ever take that away from me. So, yeah, um, you know, that that's a very proud accomplishment of, for myself. I like that. You know, it's yours. Nobody can take away from you. Your best is your best. Like we all say, I want to be the best, but sometimes it's hard to kind of gauge that, you know, there's such a wide yeah. spectrum of, you know, different things, you know, as far as even players, I'm the best. No, just make sure your best is coming out and you'll be, the, exactly. you'll be your best. I, I get that. I get exactly what you're right. saying, Parker. So where did you, you know, cause through life, we all have to sacrifice and give up some things, you know, here again, I go back and I, and I, you know, thinking about kind of what I saw you go through, you know, you're sacrificing time with your friends, sacrificing time with your family you know, and then in mm -hmm. college, same thing. And then even now as a professional, uh, what have you sacrificed to be where you're at right now? Man, I've made a lot of sacrifices. Um, you know, it, people say they want to make sacrifices, but, you know, you know, it never kind of takes out to be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it'll yeah. always, it'll always come to light. Yeah. The cream always rises to the top, and just you know, being a kid, you know, summers. I never had a like a summer to to be hanging out and you know be with my friends or to do you know a lot of fun things that maybe I wanted to because I was you know at at camps or playing in AAU tournaments or just working on my game. You know, you know, it takes a lot to to be good, especially if you want to play at the highest level, um, which I've done. So, you know, it's a daily grind just each day, just knowing that, you know, someone's always working and they're working extremely hard and they want your position. Just keeping that in the back of your head, just always pushing. And, you know, sacrifice is really isn't a word, you know, when, you, when you're just trying to be good and you really want to be successful. Yeah, no, you got to walk it out, man. You got to live it out. And uh, here again. I, I just I love the way you set that tone with, you know, not being afraid to fail, because I think that's in the back of every it's in the back and the front of every player's mind is failure, because nobody wants to be a failure. Everybody wants to be an achiever and overachiever, all those things. And I think right. that's that's kind of like sacrifices involved in that sacrifices, yeah. the foundation, even if you fail, you, you sacrifice your ego, you sacrifice your pride, get back up and go at it again. So yeah, I I can I hear what you I hear what you're saying, man. So right, you know, have you got you know picked up and drafted by the Raptors 905, and then uh, went on to play with the Knicks uh, G League, the Westchester Knicks. Uh, that point that point in time, man, where you figured, you know what, I'm here, and then you realized, man, I'm a professional, in the game that I love to play. Right. What was that like when when it all kind of sunk in? It's like a dream come true, you know, like all the work that you put in from a young kid, you know, the struggles, the injuries, the failures, your successes, and 
finally getting to be able to be a pro and, and get paid is a uh, it's just an extremely great feeling. Um, whether it's G League, whether it's overseas, um, NBA, like you're a professional, you know, and nobody can can kind of take that away from you. And just extremely thankful, you know, just to kind of let it sink in, um, to be in the moment and just take it all in and just have fun. Because at the end of the day, you know, this game's a fun game and, you know, it's meant to be played that way. Yeah, you know, you, you said that it's a fun game. As a coach, through the years, I've tried to manage it, manage my teams to understand, hey, you know what, let's have fun. And if we're not having fun, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Like, yeah, we want to be good and we want to kind of put pressure on ourselves to get better every day. But, man, if we're not having fun, I'm just not sure why I'm coaching while you're playing. And so, uh, man, it's a great perspective to have, especially as a professional, uh, because here again, you got to do it every day. It's your job now. And uh, so that's great, man. So what's this, you know, here again, knowing that you, you're already in season, how do you see the rest of the season kind of unfolding for you? I, th- I think, you know, myself and, and our team have a chance to be good. Um, you know, it's tough when you come overseas you know, you're or when you're just coming into a new situation, you're playing with guys that you've either never played with before or you don't know, so it's just getting getting used to the new environment and the new situation and letting everything happen and then giving yourself time and the team to adjust and come together. But as of right now, you know, we're just progressing and getting better and our season should be successful. That's great. I, th- I think, you know, the, your perspective on how things will work out uh, will really kind of carry you through the tough times as well. Because you're you're Definitely. you've got a vision and that's great, man. So I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask you a question, man. That that kind of is, uh, you know, kind of dealing with your size and you know some of the things that people have said through the years about well he's undersized, he's undersized, and, and here you are now, right, playing pro ball. Uh, what would you say to kids and players that are undersized that think they can't make it? What would you say to them? I would say it's nonsense. You know, there's been a there's been a lot of great players that have been small, um, but you know, no one that's you know your game and your success or whatever shouldn't be measured by height. You know, it should be measured by heart um, and toughness and, and your mindset and you know your chip. Um, you know, I just played with an extremely large chip on my shoulder since a young age, and it's kind of carried me throughout my whole career. You know, I've never been the biggest guy on the court. You know, I'm, I'm always the smallest guy on the floor, pretty much. So, you know, I know how it feels to be knocked down. I know how it feels to be counted out. I know how it feels to be doubted. But at the end of the day, you know, when you step on the floor and you're in between those lines, you know, none of that matters. You know, if you can play, you can play. And, um, you know, luckily, I've just always been myself and just trying to prove those people wrong. And that's, and that's all you can do. Yeah. Oh, good stuff, man. Uh, here again, I, I threw that question in because I, I, you know, was thinking about one of my players today that I, that I had that I coached, and uh, you know, he was just belly aching about, I need this offer, I need that offer, I need these offers, coach, and I'm only I'm only five eleven, and and I can shoot lights right. out, and I can dunk, and nobody wants me, and just always whining, and I thought, you know what? Let me ask this question because he needs to hear this. 
So if you're out there, boy, you know who I'm talking about. So, you know, to talk about all the attention and the visibility you've had in your world, man, do you know your identity? Like, did, do you are you solid and rooted in your identity even now as a professional? Definitely. Definitely. You know, I know who I am um, as a man and, and as a player. You know, there's always going to be people that try to write you off. Uh, you know, most of those people don't even know what they're talking about. Most of those people have never played the game. Yeah. So they don't understand, you know, they don't understand your battles and, you know, your struggles and what you go through. You know, you just have to have, you know, security within yourself and peace of mind that, you know, the noise is just noise. And, you know, it took me a long time. It took me time to grasp that, you know, that didn't just happen overnight. Uh, I didn't adopt that mindset overnight, but, you know, just just knowing that I can compete at the highest level because I believe it in my mind, not what anybody else says. And, you know, that that has carried me a long way. That's great. No, man, uh, I think the noise is just the noise. It's a great phrase because there's too much noise out there, especially for young people uh, who really need guidance and don't have it. And I think... Uh, you know, what you're talking about is it's here one day, gone tomorrow. It matters what you think about yourself, your mindset, like you talked about earlier. So that's great. Exactly. So, Parker, uh, what have you learned about yourself throughout your journey? Because there's a lot of things that, you know, you're learning about the game. You're learning how to be a pro. You're learning how to get your education. You're learning how to kind of conduct yourself as a man, like you said, your identity. But what have you learned about yourself throughout this whole journey? I've learned how to be resilient, you know, um, and not get too high and never to get too low. Just kind of just stay neutral, just stay in the middle and and just keep working. You know, it's not what you did or what happened in the past. It's about the present and, and staying focused and knowing that, you know, there's there's another opportunity. There's always another play, another possession, just another, another coming for you to get better. So, you know, not never get too high on your successes, but never just get too low on, on your your lowest points and, and your failures. Just kind of learn and just keep getting better is what I've learned. And um, once you kind of see that and, and grasp that knowledge, um, I think it, it's pivotal for you on and off, off the floor as you know, move on through life and whatever career you're in. That's great. Yeah. Great advice. I, I, I say great advice because I, I know people can learn through what you're saying. I know, um, you know, players, even your peers now that are professionals that will be listening in can really hear, hear what you're saying because sometimes as ball players, even when I was a ball player, man, we would just play games, move on to the next thing, play, move on. And it wasn't like we were trying to learn anything. It was – Learning a, a lesson or two may have been a byproduct of something, a loss, a big win, uh, you know, whatever the case is. But you have to be a lifelong learner to be to be the man you really need to be. And I think and that's exactly what you're talking about, you know, being resilient. Uh, just by virtue here, again, of who you are and your story and everything that's happened, you know, kind of with your injuries as well, uh, you know, you can see the resiliency and the perseverance within your 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 character and your walk, man. So what, you know, kind of a big question, big picture question. 
is uh, what would you want people to say about you, kind of a legacy? What would you want that to be when it's all said and done? Legacy just, you know, legacy about legacy to me is about, you know, who you are as a guy. Um, you know, no one really, you know, will remember what you did on the court. You know, obviously you have your moments, a big moment that they'll remember, but, you know, they'll remember how, how you made them feel, how you were to them, you know, were you kind, you know, were you an a-hole, <laughs> were you, you know, were, you know, were you nice? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Were you just a good guy overall? And, you know, no matter who I'm talking to or what the situation may be, circumstances, you know, I always make sure that, you know, I'm myself. And myself is always 100% just being kind and, and lighthearted and, and nice. You know, that's how I was raised. Um, and that's how I grew up. I grew around people that were kind and, um, and caring. I grew up in love. So, um, Legacy is more to me about that, and you know, as far as on the court, just just that all I gave it all. You know, rather if I failed and didn't play well, or if I was, you know, had a bunch of great moments. You know, I just I want to be remembered as a guy that always gave his all um, and always played the right way. Parker, I thank you for your time, man. That was great stuff, and I look forward to keeping up with you, your career, uh, hopefully see you back in the States at some point in the league or whatever you yes, desire, sir. whatever you desire, man. I mean, that's kind of the idea too, right? It's like we can all have yeah. hopes and dreams for other people, but uh, whatever their desire is, I really hope that that comes to fruition, man. So here again, man, yes, I, I, I thank you for your time, uh, you know, you know, being there in, in a different time zone there in London. You know, I'm glad we got to finally kind of, you know, lock this thing down and get a good time to, to chop it up and spend some time. But uh, here again, man, I'm just really appreciative of you taking and making the time to be on. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Players First podcast. Please be on the lookout for more episodes on any platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and also get up-to-the-date news at Twitter at Players First Pod. Thank you so much for listening. You are appreciated. See, I